0: We are back. It's a Pepper special, the golf tournament of the summer, the golf tournament of the year. We, Buckets and Dan, being the official media partner, are here to preview and talk all things Pepper to get you ready for Peak and Peak this weekend.
1: Well, one of our favorite episodes, according to fan balloting last year, was our Pepper preview, and we are lucky enough, a little later on the episode, we are going to be bringing on both captains, Mike Licata and Pat Cahill. Mike in studio with us making the drive-in, which is great. We appreciate that. But before we get into the Pepper, Bill, you know what? It's Buck. It wouldn't be Buckets and Dan without a little recap of what we've been up to. Hopefully no one out there listening to the draft Uh, preview because we didn't get one thing right (laughs) Um, but the Bills went Gregory Rousseau there's hockey playoffs there's basketball playoffs and we got our good friend Bill's been behind the pine what's that been like
0: well that's one of our presenting sponsors uh, on this beautiful evening that's Rizzo's on Eggert yep I am behind the pine on Thursday nights and little birdie might be telling me we might be doing a little Thursday night flip night bringing it back like it's 2009 Dan I think it could be iconic Come in to Rizzo's on Eggert on Thursday. That's only one of our two presenting sponsors today, though, Danny.
1: What's our other presenting sponsor?
0: That's Romeo and Juliet's, the two finest Italian spots in Tonawanda, sponsoring today's Pepper Preview. That's Romeo and Juliet's on Sheridan Drive, the old 7-Eleven.
1: So, Bill... Tell me, what has it been like? What, is, what have been some things that you have found more challenging than may, you may have thought or yeah. some things
0: you've enjoyed? Um, I'm figuring it out as a bartender. I'm still slow, slow as molasses, and I, according to the fans who come in, they they say I just look rattled 24-7, <laughs> but I'm getting there. I'm getting more comfortable as the days go on, so it's been a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. I won't be there this Thursday, though. I've um, got, bu- got a busy week. I'm going to the Jays game tomorrow and on Wednesday, and then Thursday, man, I'd love to be down at Peak and Peak really doing, like, an Instagram live, but I'll be on my own golf trip in the Pocono Mountains.
1: Very good. How is your golf game coming along this year? Not really
0: year? good. Really struggling. Uh, just got a new driver, though. Um, so just trying to piece it together. Not really doing well. And
1: we're coming off of Memorial Day weekend. How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was
0: good, Dan. How about you? Spent it, it at Rushford Lake.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, I spent mine on the island, Grand Island on Saturday, and then our— good friend, friend of the show, John Passman's on Sunday. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. And Um, we got a
0: heck of a weekend to look forward to.
1: Heck of a weekend to look forward to. And what's funny is that I'll be at a wedding this weekend during this tournament and we're going to get to it. One of the Pepper contestants will also be at that wedding. We'll talk to team captain to see how he thinks that will affect said participants' Mm -hmm. uh, performance. But Um, let's dive right into it. And and we're going to bring on Mike in a few seconds, talk maybe a little history of the tournament and whatnot. But from our experience last year, it just seems like a blast. And from the, from what I've taken out of it, it seems like the non-golf activities can really affect the on-court, excuse me, on-court, on-course performance. And that is something that both captains need to take you know, any consideration when they're talking to their teams beforehand.
0: And and we've been Buckets and Dan, we've been on it all week, you know, trying to get any scoop possible. And, you know, he's a guy who likes his alcohol, Pat Cahill, as much as anyone, but rumor has it he had a Zoom meeting this past week to he was very firm in talking to his guys about their behavior outside of the golf course. Um, he don't he doesn't want his guys playing hungover, he says, which is you know, that's a tough thing for Captain Cahill to say. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, especially at a, you know, a resort like Peak and Peak. I was
1: just going to say, you have to imagine taking the show on the road to an overnight resort that what I was thinking, it might help. Well, let's just bring it right in. It might help Corey Martin that he won't be at the festivities Saturday night that he'll have to, you know, spend some time. I'm sure he'll have a bunch of waters at the wedding, just counting down the seconds till 10 PM when he can tell a man that they have to go and then driving early, but I will say Corey's not great on the road driving, so we'll see how that affects his performance, but the fact that he's not going to have the same headache as the other perform excuse me, the other golfers in this tournament might be a benefit.
0: You're absolutely right, Dan, and if you and, and coach Licata here made a good point about that earlier, it's going to be a difficult tournament for him, not only because of his traveling issues but also because of the fact that he's got to play better contestants now. He has shown well. In past peppers, you know him and Cahill beating Desabio and Mosier in 2019, and he just he's been playing good, beating you know splitting with Mosier in 2019 and 2020. He really did a good job with Wainwright, um, really beat up on Pete Desabio. So he's got a tougher task this year, you know, going up against a Frank Briandi who's a dog.
1: Yep. And let's do this. Let's bring in Mike. We'll talk some um, the history of the tournament. Then we'll call the other captain, Pat Kale, And then when we end, me and you will get some betting odds and what we think heading into the weekend for the Buckets and Dan official predictions.
0: All right. Here we go!
1: We are super excited to be joined by one of the captains of this Pepper Tournament, Mike Licata of Team Licata. Mike, thank you so much for hopping in today. Hey, Dan,
2: thanks for having me and and Bill. And, and uh, you know, I don't have to tell you guys, but longtime listener of Buckets and Dan and... and yep. uh before we I know everyone's here to, to talk pepper and and that's great but before we hop in I just would uh, you know I want to address the elephant in the room and that's and and that's buckets and Dan uh, you know you guys watching you watching you and being in the studio live seeing how the donuts are made you guys need to be on air so I know you're busy and I know you have lives and families and and, and all that but I would be remiss if I didn't say myself and the fans wouldn't love a steady diet of Buckets and Dan.
1: Well, we do appreciate that. Hopefully our schedules clear up and we can talk about that. But as much as I do love that and we do appreciate it, this, this show, it's about the pep. No doubt. Yep. So let's dive right into it. Tell us a little. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure we covered this last year, but guess what? Everybody wants to know again. Tell us a little bit about the history, how it started, where it's been, and where you see the future of this tournament going great question we're
2: uh this is a big year for us this is year five fifth anniversary of the pepper we're going down to peak and peak resort we got a beautiful house right on the course and uh it's going to set up to be a great weekend weather looks great and uh so it's it's year five started as a four on four tournament uh for the first year uh eight guys it's grown to 12 and it's been 12 for the last uh i I think at least four possibly three years uh, three or four years we've been at 12 and um yeah there's uh, there's talks that let's it's two to two in in trophies right now so this is a deciding year for us and i think after this year i would not be surprised if we expand at least to uh what are we at now 12 probably 16 eight on eight would be the would be the goal
0: and let's talk about the course locations. And this is a twelve-month job for you and for you and Captain Pat Cahill over there. Uh, you know, choosing where to play uh, was Sheridan Park for maybe by default last year because of the travel restrictions due to COVID. You've been up to Canada twice. You're going to Peak and Peak this year. You know, a course that's been played at you know in some high-level tournaments. Tell me why Peak and Peak.
2: Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, tournament was born and bred right here in our home, in our hometown uh, in year one. The idea was to make it a, a mini vacation. You know, we got guys flying in for this and coming in who don't live in the area, and so Canada was great to us. We did a few years up at Legends. We were up at Cherry Hill, um, P- uh, Peninsula Lakes. We, we did the little tour of, of northern southern Ontario, and uh, this year – with travel being a little bit looser, um, we're deciding to go down to beautiful Climber, New York. Saturday, the round is actually at North Hills, which is in Erie, Pennsylvania. So we're knocking off Pennsylvania off the list. Um, just a great—we've been there before. I've been there before a couple times. Great amenities. There's going to be, you know, obviously beautiful house, uh, hotel. Bar, restaurant, pool, whatever you would ever want to do, they got it. And uh, not to mention a championship golf course, you know, nationwide events, Corn ferry Tour events. Uh, As far as, you know, within the three hours, whatever range you want to say, it's as good a course as you'll find. So, uh, and and we've talked to them, and they're going to have that
0: course ready for us. (laughs) Some news broke a few months ago uh, that really got people talking about the Pepper and I, I I want you to nip this in the bud if you can. Uh, there was a trade that was made, and, and you know Team Lakata has defeated Team Cahill for two years in a row. And uh, Pete Desabio, who you know is a Lacata Team Lakata guy, gets traded uh, for Scott Rogers, who is known to really not play much golf. And a lot of people, a lot of fans, are saying, you know, is this is this collusion? Are they what, what you know? Why would coach? Why would Team Lakata do that? I mean, are you fixing it, or what, what's going on with this?
2: Yeah, and, and you know, I, I read the blogs, and I stay, and I, you know, I'm looking at social media, and I tend to, I see what you're doing. I see you're trying to bait me into something. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was a steal for Team Licata. Um, you know, Pete DeSabio, great guy. Uh, he's, a, he's the type of guy who, if you had a daughter, you'd be happy to have Pete DeSabio marry your daughter. He's, 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 an, he's a great guy. But on this team, we're results. We're results driven, and he's been in it. However, four years, he's got about half a point. Um, he just didn't produce, and, and, and so, you know, I thought so, There's some value in Scott Rogers. When you look at when you look at Scott Rogers, I didn't I didn't make the trade for Scott Rogers to go light it up this year. But he has every tool. He's got the body. He's got the swing. He's a natural hockey player. And if he donates any time to it, I think three years, four years down the road you could be looking back and saying, I absolutely stole this one, you know. Um, not not unlike an Eddie Sudick, really. Eddie Sudick was early to Team Lakata before he really started playing, and year one was tough for Ed. There wasn't a match Ed went into where he was a favorite. But now he's played more, he's gotten better, and now Ed is you know Ed's going to be a top contributor this year. I see the same for Scott, you know. So, you know, I'm not trying to win the nice guy award. I'm trying to win a title, and I think –
1: Getting Scott Rogers positions as well to do that. And on that note, let's give a call to Pat Cahill, the other team captains. So we can dive a little bit more into this Pepper tournament. Joining us now is the other captain of this Pepper tournament, Pat Cahill. Pat, thank you so much for making time for us this evening.
3: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys doing this again.
1: Thank you. Not a problem. We just talked to Mike a little bit about the history of the tournament. I think Bill wants to start us up. Now it's time for you to go under the microscope here, Pat.
0: Well, Pat, you, may, you made a trade a few, you know, a few months ago that kind of got the Pepper World talking, and, and I talked to, you know, Captain Licata about this. Uh, you sent away Scott Rogers in return to get a guy named Pete DeSabio on your team. Uh, what, went, what went into that trade for you?
3: Well, you know, if I, if I remember correctly, I was on here a few months back, and I told you guys there was going to be a shakeup on our team. Um... <laughs> It breaks my heart to see Scotty go. He, he he did everything we asked of him, um, you know. But I'd be crazy to uh, to not shake some things up and expect different results. Um, beat the Savio is a guy I had my hand from the beginning. Um, he buys in. He does what he, he does. What's asked. He he goes all out. Um, he brings the emotion. He brings the enthusiasm. He's exactly what we're looking for. Not saying Scotty doesn't bring those things, but. There's no secret. Team Cahill. The last two years, we've really struggled in singles matches, and I think this makes us better on that second night of Sunday. So, it was a move. It, you know, like I said, hats off to Scotty. He's been nothing but great for us. Thank you, Scott Rogers. Um, I'm sure, there's going to be a warm tribute to him on the first beat from Team Cahill this year. But um, we, we we put our foot in the ground. We got our we got our guy, and we're going to go with it.
1: All right, Mike. Let's bring it back to you. If you look at this, these just matchups on paper. You guys have a very strong top three in yourself, Lou Spina, and Frank. Can you do me a favor, speak to what each of those represent, and then round up your team for us and hype each guy up. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: uh, you know, we go as Lou goes. That has not changed. Uh, Lou Spina is is, is, is a bona fide golfer. You know, I mean, he can hit it long enough. He can move the ball. He can... uh, he can do, you know, every, he's our one man and, and we go as Lou and Lou really, I mean, you know, it starts with a, a guy, not even on our team and Jimmy Abbott, you know, Jimmy Abbott's a heck of a golfer. Um, and I think having Lou, that kind of does a good job of neutralizing Jimmy. So, and it has, and I think it continue, you know, it continues this year, but you know, I think we have to have something to counter uh, 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 Jim Abbott, and and it starts with Lou, and and it and it ends with with probably Frank and myself. You know, I think Captain Cahill. He, he, you know, he. I'm going to steal a line from Cahill, but he. We throw the gauntlet at Jimmy. You know, we we keep fresh bodies coming at him, and and we try to get him off off balance. And I think with between the three of us, we have the not you know not any of us individually, but together we can kind of neutralize Abbott. Um, so yeah, I mean we're real fortunate to have to have Frank and Lou kind of up at the top of our roster as far as, you know, golf goes. And then, um, you know, I, I alluded to it in the in the preview, but Eddie Sudik has continued to get much better, much better. Uh, and then, you know, you throw in a Chad Mosier, who who I played with today, and there's some signs of greatness there, too. You know, he's hitting the ball a lot better. He's made tremendous improvements the last couple of weeks, and so we're looking forward to seeing how he can come and uh compete and then obviously we got our new guy uh, in scott rogers who you know like i said we we, we think long term and we think he has every tool and if he applies himself a little bit um you know i think like i said two three years down the road i, I think that that might you know be chronicled in the history of the pepper as probably one of the best trades for team lakata in pepper history so um yeah so that's that's the squad
0: you know, two days ago, uh, Buckets and Dan Twitter account sends out a tweet saying that Mosier has completely lost it off the tee. Uh, there's been speculation that he drove his car to Golf Galaxy and bought a new driver uh, in the six to $700 range. Can you confirm or deny?
4: Uh, that's true. Uh, I can confirm it's true. I don't know if it will be in the bag this weekend. I tend to, you know, I, I, I tend to, you know, I'll, I'll look over the bags for all my team and make sure I like what they put in it. And if that driver's not ready to go Saturday, it won't be in the bag. If it is, it will. And it's as, it's as simple as that.
1: Uh, Pat, can you do me a favor, break down your team as well. Tell us who the big stick is, who, who you trust near the greens, who you trust with the irons. Tell us what each, each player's strength is coming into the tournament.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I want to be on the record saying this um you know there's been a lot of talk back and forth and i know the singles matches the past couple years have maybe you know not going to back what i back up what i say here but i want to say this jim abbott is the best golfer in this tournament okay i know people get high on louis pina oh louis pina he's the he's the second coming louis pina is the greatest golfer jim abbott is the best golfer in this tournament and he proves it year in and year out like Lakata said he has to face a gauntlet every single year. Um, I had a talk with Jimmy Esso last year's Pepper. Um, he had a great year. We didn't do too well. But I don't know if you guys knew Jimmy Abbott in year one. He was one in your face bad boy <laughs> in year one. And I want that Jimmy Abbott back in this year. Year five, I don't want him hindering the Lou, thinking lose this guy. Jimmy Abbott's a better golfer than Lou. I think we have the best golfer in the tournament. Team LaConna is very top heavy. Coach Licata is a great golfer. Frank Brandy, great golfer. Um, Josh Gazetta, you know, some guy in the past two years who has just made leaps and bounds. He was, you know, a laughing stock in year one and year two here. And now he's a top five player in this tournament. Corey Martin, same way. Corey Martin last year goes out and gets three and a half points, I think it was. Um, has. The um, he's only he's gotten better. So that's exactly where we needed to be. Pete Dasabi, excited about that guy. Like I said, I already touched base on him. Um, And Justin Wainwright, um, funny story, he doesn't even hit a driver, but hits a story in about 250 yards. So he's still one of the longest guys in the tournament. I think we're set up great here. Um, We're confident. We're playing good golf at the right time. And um, I think it's going to be a good outcome for us.
0: I got a question for you, Pat, and there's also been speculation, we'll get to it, about you potentially having a, a team-only Zoom meeting this week to tell your guys not to go out drinking too hard, and we'll cross that bridge when it comes, but want to get back to a guy in Corey Martin and a lot of speculation of him, and you know, I don't want to say the wrong words here and get him in any trouble, but you know, he's, he's going to be doing a lot of traveling, he's a confirmed doesn't travel well, he's got he's a, a wedding. Driver. He's got a wedding. He's going to be doing a ton of driving uh, around the, the time of his you know, tee-off. Uh, are you worried about him?
3: Corey Martin does not travel well. I, I can confirm <laughs> that. Um, I, I think he's in better shape going to a wedding and maybe being a little well-behaved that night because he knows he's got a long drive in the morning than some of the guys are going to be from Sunday morning out in peak and peak. Yep. Um, I'm envisioning some of the guys really struggling and we've been working on that i've had my guys out the last four weekends and we've gotten after friday and saturday just prepping for this weekend
0: no, so no, i no, think my is going to be prepared no i'm going to stop you right there cuz i heard you had a players only zoom meeting telling them to watch their alcohol I'm intake not going to talk this, about this what we weekend. talk
3: about on players
1: only zoom meetings okay
0: <laughs>
1: yep. uh, i do want to bring up the fact you did mention that Josh Gazetta better known as Swizz um, and again, thank you Romeo and Juliet For being one of the sponsors of this episode You mentioned that he's climbed into the top five However, and again I've never even had a conversation with the guy So I'm not saying this But people do say that he is known For just a complete collapse When it comes to the Sunday match What do you think about that? And is there anything that you've talked to him as a captain To talk, you know, what can we do differently this year To make sure that doesn't happen?
3: Yep, he, he's heard the chatter
1: I've heard the chatter.
3: Everyone's heard the chatter. He knows he's got to be better on Sunday. Um, he's, he told me this year he's willing to make some sacrifices, some sacrifices I didn't think were necessary. But the one we did agree upon and is no social media for the week leading up to the pepper. Um, oh. My whole team is that way. We're going to be focused. We don't need to hear this. We know what's going on. We know what's happened the last two years.
1: We don't need any more bulletin board material. He's we are like ready to
0: Instagram, go. Instagram and Instagram, you know, following them the whole time.
1: Yep. That is true. Um and Mike now switching back to your team. You guys are top dog coming in. You're the Vegas favorite and we'll get to our betting odds in our next segment, but you know, do you feel any pressure to try to repeat as champions?
4: No. No, there's really, you know, there's no pressure. Um you know, I th- I think uh I think that whole, you know, Cinderella story, underdog, you know, story is overplayed. Um odds are odds for a reason and and you know, I know we're a small golf tournament. Vegas is pretty good. You know, they're pretty good at making lines. Um, and we're a favorite for a reason. We have the, you know, uh, contrary to, to Captain Cahill, we have the best golfers. Um, you know, we all you need to do is look at the points list. And, and uh, you know, I think we have the number one, number two, and number three in all-time pepper points. Um, so nothing against Jimmy. I, I think Jimmy's a tremendous golfer. I think we have three guys who are better. Um, so... I, you know, I, I think the challenge was in year one and year two when we, didn't, when we didn't get to hoist the trophy, I think I was trying to do too much coaching, and, and I've really changed my philosophy. I, I think we have good players, and I set them up to be in good spots and, and, and in good matches, and then I let them go perform. And, and the chips are going to fall where they're going to fall, and, and for the last, you know, two, three years, they've, they've fallen pretty well for us. So, um, you know, that's going to be the plan again.
0: Why does Team Cahill win this year? Team
3: Cahill wins is this year. Is that for year. me or is that for no, me? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you say for me? Yeah. Yep. Team Cahill wins this year because we have finally bought in. Um, I, like I said, the progress these guys have made is, is, you know, I'm like a proud father watching these kids play now. It's great. They love it. They love to be out there. I told them, just enjoy it. Um, we have really, really you know, focused on singles matches. I don't think a single pepper has been won. Or, you know, every time a pepper's been won, the team has bent down going into singles. So the singles matches are where we know we need to get better. It's what we've been working on. And I think we're going to be right there again. And I think the Sunday afternoon matches are going to be a little different this time around. Mike,
0: it, I, Mike, Mike Licata, why does Team Licata win? Because we're just going to continue to do what we've
3: done. Um,
4: and, and that's it's really... I don't want to dumb it down, but it, it is that simple. Um, we're going to continue to golf, and we're going to stick two good rounds together. And on Sunday, I'm confident we're going to be you know, celebrating like, we, like we've done for the past you know, 700-some-odd days. This, this,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is another question for both of you. I want one name from your team. Give me, somebody, give me somebody that's going to stick out and shock everybody and be the reason that your team wins.
3: I'll go first. Pete
1: Savio. Yep. Is there any reason, or you, you've, you, I, you know what? Some say they've seen the chip from two miles away on that guy's shoulder being traded off. Kind of, kind of, but with the added, I guess, pressure or responsibility of, you know, he's been a winner. Now it's time to help. You know, kind of like a fourth line grinder at a at a hockey deadline. Like he's the missing piece. Is that does that kind of just fall right in line with your mentality of why you picked Pete? Hey.
3: It does. And you know what? He, he came up to me as soon as I traded for him. And, and, you know, he, he's got, he's got a little emptiness in his stomach because they have won two tournaments, but he's only got one point over the course of two years. He wants to do better, not only for the team, but for himself as well. He knows he's better. He is coming out this year. Serious. So I, you know, I, I'm confident in him. We played with him a couple weeks back. His swing looks good. He's, he's hitting well off the tee. Um, I am take the over on Pete DeSavio.
1: Okay, Mike, your your turn for a rebuttal.
4: Yeah, I got two names for you. Uh kind of the popular name would of course be Frank Briandi. Uh it somehow even though he's he's admitted valued in my opinion. Um I think that I you know, obviously that's a popular one. My unpopular one's going to be Eddie Sudit. I I and again, I can't I'm high on ed right now. Uh little concerning he he missed uh three straight tee times this weekend. He was supposed to play Saturday in Bail. He was supposed to play Sunday with us in Bail. And he was supposed to play today Monday today and Bail. So uh, you know, everyone prepares in their own way. And I think Pete's or uh, excuse me, Pete, geez, no, no, not Pete. I think uh, I think Eddie is gonna be be prepared. And and you know, you look at Eddie Sudick's matches, and I think he you know, I'm playing with him in the scramble and I think with his distance and then, kind of, the rest of my game, I think we're as good a scramble team as you can put together. And, and then he's got Swizzy in singles. So, you know, I, had, I, I played Swizzy last year, and I heard all this, all this hoopla about Saturday Swiz and Mr. Mr. Golfer, and, I, and frankly, I didn't see it. So we're going to throw Eddie at him. I think Eddie's got enough horsepower to win that one.
1: All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Bill?
0: I have a question. Do you guys sure. mind? Can maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm here all night. Mike, uh, Mike's standing about six feet away from us outside, looking at us through the window right now, if you want to picture that. Um, can you tell me how, you know, give our fans and give your fans maybe a little, you know, perspective of how are these matchups made? How do you how do you go about doing that?
4: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Pat can chime in when he wants, but I think both of us, Pat and myself, kind of have, a lot of different hats to wear, Um, you know, obviously as captains of, of our respective teams, we're fierce competitors and we want to win the tournament. I think when we take that hat off and and we're, uh, you know, co-chairs of the pepper committee, we're trying to put on a good golf tournament. So uh, yeah, that does muddy the waters a little bit. I think that every year we sit down kind of like when you're looking at stocks and we say, who's trending well, who's maybe not playing as well. And we try to put together matches that we think, will be competitive uh close matches and we think uh that that will give the fans a a great overall experience as far as the tournament goes so you know there's a little bit of guesswork to it nothing's an exact science but i think we do a good job getting out with our guys enough throughout the year and we try to make matches that are going to probably in we hope at least it comes down to that last hole you know so we try to make close matches i think we've nailed it again
0: Cahill, anything to add to that
3: I agree with you. Um, There's a lot that goes into this. You know, people see the social media; they think it's all fun and games. Me and Mike are already thinking about the ten-year tournament. You know, we're not just sitting here, just going to take this tournament. We're already looking at venues, three, four years down the road, matchups, how we could possibly shape things up. So, it's a great tournament. It's usually always very competitive. Um, it's always come down to singles matches. So, that's kind of where we try and keep it. No one wants to. No yep. one wants to just blow another team out. So I think um, the guys love it, we love it, the media loves it, the community loves it. It's, it's been great.
0: And I got a question, last question. As for anyone, but rumor has it that there's going to be a couple non-golfers living at the house as well, maybe some chefs that you guys hired uh, to stay there and kind of oversee the house and, you know, to clean and just so you guys can focus on golf. Um, is there truth to that, and then are they going to maybe – you know, do some live coverage or anything? Like, how are we as buckets, you know, how are we going to hear more about the tournament as it's going on?
3: Yeah, we have hired staff members. Um, friends of the Pepper, friends of the, the players, uh, Matt Bly and Pat Brown are going to be our chefs for the weekend. Um, oh, we have a whole smorgasbord of food. It's going to be great, like you said, so we can just focus on golf only, not worrying about have to clean up. You know, they'll clean up the mess in the morning. They'll take care of all that stuff. Um, we have not had discussions with them about media coverage. Um, Mike, do you know more on that or? Yeah, you know, I, I think
4: it takes a village. Um, and, and I think that having those two guys up there that weekend will help, uh, you know, lend a hand in any way they can. Obviously, um, you know, being out of town, we are going to be limited as far as live media coverage goes. Um, but our social teams have always been, in my opinion, the best in the business. As far as keeping our fans engaged and updated, that will not change. You will see live, uh, live score updates on our Twitter at the pepper two zero one seven. You'll see live coverage on our Instagram and Instagram Live at the pepper two um, zero one two zero one seven. And and uh, as far as as far as live media coverage outside of our own teams, that I don't know. That I don't know. I I am not in charge of you know, what media companies decide to come down to Climber and cover this event. But, um, you know, if, if they're there, they're welcome. And, and I think we give access to everybody.
1: Yeah, gentlemen. Well, I just want to say on behalf of Buckets, we could not appreciate you taking time. Uh, c- excuse me. Could not appreciate it more. You taking the time and a busy week to spend time with us. We wish you both the best of luck. You'll hear our Predictions coming up But um, I just want to let you guys know That you provide a lot of entertainment I'm sure you have a lot of fun doing it But you certainly uh, give us something To look forward to each year Even just as fans So thank you both And um, good luck this weekend Hey, thank you Buckets and
4: Dan Big fan And uh, like I said To start the program uh, We need you guys back on the air full time So I hope (laughs) that wish comes true in in
0: 2021 Alrighty then right, Dan Let's run through the board here Uh, Give the people what they want, the matchups, the lines, everything. Uh, June 5th, which is Saturday, at North Hills Golf Course, which is in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. Uh, That's going to be Cahill and Martin in a best alternate shot match play. Uh, They're going up against Spina and Mosier. Scramble, Bill. Scramble. Scramble. Dan, who do you got? Um, Are we doing this like this?
1: We can. This is going to take a while. I was... Why don't you? Why don't we just give the buckets prediction? You just scroll I mean, right I down. haven't
0: even thought about it much, but That's I like
1: the best. That's the best buckets.
0: I like Spina and I like Mosier in that one. All right, uh, they're scramble. They're minus one thirty.
1: Abbott and Desabio versus Lakata and Sudik. Lakata and Sudik are minus one ten. Abbott and Desabio minus one twenty. Yeah,
0: and I like Lakata and Sudik there. I like where Eddie's heads at.
1: Gazetta and Wainwright versus Brandy and Rogers. Brandy and Rogers minus one twenty.
0: And this is a scramble. Yep. Uh, this is Brandy against Guzetta and Wainwright, and I like the dog here. I got Guzetta and Wainwright. All
1: right. How about Martin and Wainwright for versus Sudick and Rogers? an alternate shot?
0: Yeah, this one is 100%. This is the best bet right here. Uh, Martin and Wainwright definitely get that done.
1: How about alternate shot Cahill and DeSabio versus Licata and Mosier?
0: I like Lakata and Mosier here. Don't love the value at minus 140, but I do think they get it done.
1: <laughs> Licata, uh, uh, Abbott and Swizz. Versus Spina and Briandi. Spina and Briandi favored at minus 120. Yeah,
0: and I really like them here. Uh, Spina and Briandi, arguably the two best golfers in the tournament. Um, minus 120, that's good value. I'm, I might put the mortgage on it.
1: Yep, and then we go to day two, Sunday. This is where the big ballers come out. This is where the, the heavy matchups come up. This is where the tournament is won. Swizz and DeSabio versus Spina and Rogers in best ball. T- kicks us off at 910. Minus 140, Speen and Rogers. Is that too rich for you, or do you
0: like it? It's a little rich for me. Uh, I'd have it at about minus 125. I certainly think they're favorites for a reason, though. Is that who you're taking? I'm taking them. All right.
1: What's that?
0: That's the order. He's got the oh, points. Oh,
1: damn. I I, we should be. So it's 5-2. Buckets says 5-2 Team Lakata. Headed into Cahill and Wainwright. Versus Mosier and Sudik
0: for yeah, even match. Yeah, and here. Cahill and Wainwright get it done here. <laughs> yeah, sometimes
1: it's like when a ref sees the fouls yeah. up on the scoreboard. Uh, then we have uh, this is according
0: this to This is you, this is the best match. This you know, this could be the best nine of the weekend. This yep. is Abbott and Martin against Lakata and Briandi. Uh, and 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 this is going to be just an uh, this is going to be like you know Holyfield and, and Tyson. Uh, and I like Lakata and Briandi here, in a just an absolute gut wrenching battle. Yeah. Yep.
1: Then we go to singles. This is what the people came to see. The two captains start us off at eleven ten. Cahill versus Lakata. Lakata comes in at minus one thirty.
0: I got Lakata here. Let me tell you something about Mike. And you know, it, 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 with COVID and everything, it almost seems like it's been years since he tore up his knee. And it was an Adrian Peterson like comeback for him to even play in last year's Pepper. Now, you know, he's fourteen point. months, and I should have talked to Mike about this when we had the opportunity. Uh, we certainly – I'm actually just going to give him the microphone right now because I meant to ask him this earlier. I mean, I think at this point he's really been able to put the knee in the rear view, and I think he's been able to focus on golf. And I'll tell everyone another thing. He's playing more golf this year than he ever has in his life, and he's playing some damn good golf.
2: Yeah, Bill, thanks uh, for mentioning good memory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, so we're we're right at around the this was the weekend Memorial Day weekend last year was my first walk I walked around the block uh, and when I felt pretty good so then shortly thereafter I went to the range and started playing you're absolutely right um, I've been out and, and people see me out uh, on the course a lot uh, I'm doing mornings I, ha- I I hired a swing coach and a, a personal trainer Michael Vasquez who some of you guys know and he gets me out at 7 at 6:45 in the mornings most weekdays and gets me out and we play nine holes he gives me some swing thoughts and uh, it's paid dividends so yeah thanks for asking I have played more I am swinged. swing Feels good, and uh, but now I got to go do it. You know.
1: <laughs> yep, that's a great point. As we continue to the singles, Abbott versus Spina, another absolute draw. From, oh. I mean, this is what, like, this is there really should be media coverage. I'd pay top dollar to see this. You got, according to what most people think, the two best golfers in the tournament going toe to toe. This is a chance for Jimmy to. Hold the prophecy made forth by Pat Cahill, is captain. He's the best golfer. Do you see him getting it
0: done, Bill? I do. Uh, I think Jimmy Abbott wins, and I think, you know, and, and <clears throat> in quotations, I can I played with him last week. He's playing some really good golf and he takes it personally. And he's lost to to Louie for a couple of years in a row, and he's been working extraordinarily hard on his game, and I, I expect him to win that. Do you guys hear that?
1: Woo woo This is the Dan Hannon upset guarantee. If you want a dog, if you want to bet a dog this weekend, I think you go Martin plus 130 versus Frank Briandie. I know everyone's talking about Briandi being the third member of the big three, but you know what? I'll tell you something. If you combined every single golfer in here besides Corey and combined how much they care about golf, it wouldn't equal as much as how much Corey Martin cares about golf. I'm pretty sure he was thinking about this tournament 90% of his wedding couple weeks ago so I think he wants out for he wants to prove that if sure that Licata has their big three but he's yet to prove that he's really part of a big three right now people are talking about a big two over there over at team Cahill that Cahill can swing the stick that Jim Abbott's the real deal Corey Martin wants to cement himself and I think after this match he cements himself as an absolute force in this tournament for years to come I think Frank might hit the sauce a little too much the night before might cause. I mean, the, you're dragging at 11:20 on that Sunday after the weekend that you guys have. So I think the upset of this weekend is going to be Corey Martin over Frank Brandy in singles, and that moves us over to Swiz versus Sudik. Swiz coming in as a heavy favorite at minus 150. You think he gets it done? I do. Well? Yeah,
0: because is going to win that. He's he's worked extraordinarily hard. I mean, and he showed the world on Instagram how hard he's worked. Um, and, so I got goose out of there. And
1: I don't mean to interrupt, but this goes to my point. You know what? A breaking news, a leaked photo coming into Bucket Stand. Maybe we'll tweet it out. Maybe we'll tweet it out. But someone, and I'm just gonna say it. Frank Brandy says he's packed and ready with two. I believe that's is that Jaeger. <laughs> oh God, two bottles of Jaeger. He's not taking it seriously. He doesn't respect Corey Martin. I'm gonna say it right now. And uh, Corey's gonna be locked in, and he's gonna take him down. I'm telling you that right now. Brandy's that's,
0: got more dog in him.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, he
0: really does. But but Martin's got a lot of dog in no, him yeah, too, Brady and he's been a he, dog. and Martin's been an underdog his whole entire life. Yep, yep. So it's he gonna be a hell dog. of a He doesn't battle.
1: have the bite. He doesn't have the bite, Corey. As I'll tell you yeah. that.
0: All right, I got Brandy. You All never right. asked me that one. Um, yeah. you, you said versus Suedic.
1: Wayne Wainwright versus Mosier
0: I got Wainwright here, and Moser is my guy. But <laughs> he, he, there's a lot of issues there coming off that he's got. He might be working with a different driver. I got Wainwright. And I barely know the guy, but I, I'll give him every cent I got. I heard he's good with money.
1: And then, you know what? Another one that people really want to focus on because it's obviously the trade that everyone's been talking about, DeSabio versus Rogers. Do you think that DeSabio puts up, or do you think Rogers swings that thing around like we've heard he can?
0: I got DeSabio there. All right. So I think – Does that put Cahill over the top? No,
1: no. This ended a while ago, according to you. Uh,
0: I mean, I got all those I, – I think every singles match – I actually think you might you might be right. I think that every singles match could be. I would like that as a as a prop. Team Cahill wins every single. Oh, no, because Cahill ain't beating you. Because <laughs> oh, Cahill ain't beating you.
1: Bill is retreating with I his tail between not. his legs. Oh, my goodness. That is something everyone. I, I wish I had a gif of that. What, what would that of pay, Bill though? Realizing it, looking up, seeing Mike, and just completely retreating. Um,. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I'd have to go through step-by-step here, but just not only for entertainment value, but Mike, we're the Bass Brothers, and we've talked about that. We've been taking the local golf scene by storm here, but I'm a fan of an underdog. I always have been. I always have been, and God damn it, do I respect your team, but I also think it's going to make for more entertainment and more drama when Team Cahill takes it this year, and I already told you my guarantee of Corey Martin over Briandi. Um so I don't want to get too much into the other ones, but it's going to be a late push. And I'm going to tell you something. That DeSabio point, you know what? People talk about he doesn't put up the points and or it doesn't matter toward the win. That's going to be a huge point toward the end, and Team Cahill is going to be the victor out in uh, peak and peak. Let me week. go
0: back. Oh, and here we go. Chad Mojer, I got a, You know, I was wrong. <laughs> I think you're going to beat Wainwright. I was wrong. You're going to go beat Wainwright.
1: Okay, well, wow. just absolute retreating by Bill toward the second half there. Um, so that'll do it. That's our, that's our pepper preview. I hope you enjoyed all 12 of you that listened to this. So, um, we're looking forward to the results. We're looking forward to all these guys putting on a show like they normally do. Um, go follow the Instagram, go follow the Twitter, they have a website, they have merchandise. Like now's the time to hop on because this thing's only getting bigger. So you don't want to be the bandwagon fan in a couple of years. You want to get in when Buckets and Dan was doing the media coverage from their dining room. Yeah, oh yeah, hop on, Mike, if you want a final word here.
2: Yeah, final word uh um is is just about the growth of the pepper. We have two great sponsors, uh e- even more. Um but but shout out to to Rizzos. Um, great job. Uh, bucket's behind the bar. They're making great strides. They're turning that into the premier uh, Thursday night destination flip in Western night. New York. It could be Flip Night. Yep. It could, or it could be something else. Yep. Uh, it could be Dollar <laughs> Off Cold Subs or something, but they'll figure it out. Um, and then our, our presenting sponsor, Romeo yep. and Juliet's, uh, the crown jewel of Tonawanda, the best of the best as far as Italian. I just was there Friday night um, and, and got some food. It was fantastic. Uh, they, they don't. They have a small bar. Uh, if you're looking to tie one on, it, that's probably not your choice. But if you want a nice glass of red with dinner, uh, it's right up your alley. Um, And then there's other sponsorship opportunities available, so I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a two-year sponsor of this tournament, Mitch Jones. Mitch Jones uh, ponied up. He's sponsoring our longest drive and our closest to the pin. There are other sponsorship opportunities available if you're interested. Slide in our DMs.
1: And you heard it from the commish there first. Um, Again... This weekend, Peak and Peak Golf Course, that's where the peppers. Who knows where it'll be in the future. So, make sure you follow along on Twitter. Buckets and Dam will have as many updates as we can, but make sure you follow along to the Pepper and good luck to good luck, excuse me, to both of them. Love you, mom.
4: I love-